I'm a poor substitute for my daughter, Batya, who will resume next week the podcast on the Natsiv in memory of my revered mother-in-law, Rebetzin Rochel Gettinger. I had mentioned this, I think, to my brother-in-law. My father-in-law, Oliver Shalom, would always remind his children uh, that your door Siri or door Tishi or whatever door from Reb Chaim Mivalozhin, uh, reminding them of their illustrious ancestry. My mother-in-law, I think, was much more connected uh, to the Nitziv. And I was wondering, you know, what is the difference between the two? And I, I, I would like to suggest that my father-in-law came from a Hasidic background. He came to Chaim Berlin. He was introduced into the Torah world of Slabodka and Rabbi Hutna. And for him, the epitome of that Torah world was the mastery uh, that was found in Valozhin and the mother of all yeshivas. And Rabbi Chaim Valozhin uh, was that founder. My mother-in-law who was brought up in a home outside New York, uh, in the boondocks of America, in a small city outside Philadelphia, Camden, watched her father deal with Balabatim all her life. And I think, I hope to demonstrate to you today, continuing on what I suggested last week, that the Nitziv was concerned, if not tortured, by the disconnect between the erudition of Torah and its learning and those who did that and uh, their ethical behavior. I felt that he, I revealed last week, I hope, that in his Hamikdava, he tried to show that split. And today I'd like to just push that a little further my wife told me that last week it was off the cuff, and I should continue to do that because I'm less likely to be controversial if I don't have to look up sources. So <laughs> I'm going to remain off the cuff today and just freewheel with you my thoughts. So let's go to uh, the beginning of Ayikra, actually, because I want to talk about the Mincha Korban, the Korban Mincha which is a big problem for the Medrash, because a regular korban should be brought with blood. It is the dam that is ritsui. It is the dam that's brought on the Mizbeach uh, that causes the appeasement of the divine and the atonement by the Mizbeach. So what is this flower offering, this korban mincha? So let's go to Vayikra chapter 2. Verse 1, and the Pasuk says, the nefesh ki tikra korban mincha. Now, Rashi and everybody else is bothered by the word nefesh, because if you look at the very first Pasuk in Vayikra, it says, We started off the whole Sefer Vayikra, which is the Sefer that talks about korbonos, that if a Adam, if a man brings a carbon oil or whatever, and here the second chapter comes in and says the nefesh ki Now, of course, we go straight to Rashi, and as you read the Rashi with me, I want you to ask yourself why is it that the Nitziv, in fact, uh, doesn't go along with Rashi, just like everyone else doesn't go along with Rashi. Uh, that's what I want you to, to consider. What does Rashi say? Nefesh kitakrib, lo nefesh, In all the other 
carbonos of the sacrificial cult. It doesn't say nefesh. It says adam ki akriv, adam ki sakriv. Elab mincha. It is the carbon mincha that has something very unique about it. No dam. It's a kamitha. The coin takes his first three fingers, takes a scoop, and throws it on. Elab mincha. Now, Rashi quotes the Gemara in Menachos. Who's the type of person that's not going to bring a nice, juicy steak to the Mizbeach? Oh, Oni. It's a poor man. A poor man can't afford a keves. A poor man can't afford an ox or a shah or whatever. He can't afford all those fancy sacrifices. And so the Gemara in Menachos says something amazing. Omar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Reboine Shaloylam claims, Male Ani Olov, I attribute it to him, Ke'ilu Hikriv Nafsho, as if he sacrificed his own nefesh, meaning every korban is a substitute of the person, right? I'm sacrificing myself because of what I did, or out of shlomim, whatever the reason, this is a substitute for me. I'm putting myself on the Mizbeach. And the Abishta says, you're a poor person? doesn't matter. It's your intent that counts. And I will attribute it to it. I will count. It will count just like a wealthy man's korban. Azoi Zogt, the Gemara in Menachos, and Rashi picks up on that word, Ke'ilu Hikriv Nafsho. Get it? The pun, nafsho, it's as if he sacrificed his nefesh. Abazoi, Rashi says, <laughs> nefesh ki sakriv karbon. It's the karbon of the poor man, and it's the nefesh that's bringing it. And I will say it's just as good as a rich man. Now, I will come to the oni right at the end of the nitziv. So hold that in abeyance. But comes along the nitziv, and just goes on a completely different tack. Let's read him. The nefesh ki takriv, losho nefesh, melamdenu demincha bo leratzos alha nefesh. That is, we learn that the mincha comes to be meratze on the nefesh. The netziv is being madayek. In the beginning, it said, Adam ki takriv karbon. What is an Adam? And what is a nefesh? Comes along the netziv. Father <laughs> used to say, <laughs> I would see him, Birchas HaShacha, I've mentioned this many times because it still haunts me. And I'd walk into the study and he would say, he was just beginning his his uh, morning uh, davening, which he would say every single word. Elokai neshama shedasato bi. Yehuda, he would say as I walked in. What does this mean? Who is the bi? Elokai, neshama, the neshama, shenosato bi, that you put in me. Well, if I'm not the shama, I must be more than just the neshama. There's a bi part of me that houses the neshama. What is the bi? Never answered it. He would just leave me with that question multiple times. I think that the nesiv is pointing to that direction. There is an adam, adam ki takriv. An adam is a complex personality. Now let's focus in on the nefesh, because this carbon is brought for something to do not with the Adam as a whole, but that section of the Adam called the nefesh. 
Loshel Nefesh Belamdeinu, the Mincha, the Korban Mincha, Bo Laratzos Ala Nefesh. And Kopperman says, what kind of sin is a Nefesh type of sin? It's not an Odom type of sin. A Nefesh is a Chet Ruchani, a spiritual turpitude. If I do a mase, I made a fablonja, I made a mistake, halachically. It was a halachic mistake. <laughs> then you require a carbon. That's that's the autumn part. It's lemaisa. There are sins that are contaminating the nefesh, and that requires. Mincha. And you know, I can bring you a medrash that will support my split between the masa and the behavioral and the the implication of the ruchani. Now he just says baraba. So I had to go searching in Medrash Rabba, and lo and behold, he brings a posuk from Yeshayahu, and the, the verse goes. Yazov Rosha Darko, the Ish Oven Machshavosov. Ah, the Posik in Yashayahu splits. It says Yazov Rosha Darko, the Rosha must leave his ways, the Ish Oven Machshavosov, and the man of iniquity has to forget, forgo his Machshava. He's bringing the Medrash, which does not split between the two. The Pasuk and Isaiah is talking about the same person. But the Medrash Rabbah says, How does a person have to be misvade Yom Kippurim, Erev Yom Kippurim? What do you mean, Erev Yom Kippur? Oh, we have to make an atonement of a Izvada. That's why on Mincha Erev Yom Kippur, we say Vidui based on this Medrash. That besides confessing your sins several times uh, over the course of Yom Kippur, one should confess before your last meal on Erev Yom Kippur. Uh, there are different reasons, the difference between the Me'iri and the Rambam, lest you choke on your food and you can't confess properly later. You have a big belly. But why on Erev Yom Kippur? Sorich Loma, what does he say? And he goes through all the vidui that we actually say on Yom Kippur. And then he says, So the Medrash also splits between Ma'asim, She'osisi, behaviorally, and Utakape Alkol Chatosai, Pshoim. And the Medrash implies that that is not behavioral, that is sins of the soul. And the Nisiv brings that Medrash rubber just by the by, expecting you as an educated audience to know Medrash. I don't have to go through that. And then he says something very startling. I'm still unsure. Having done the Gemara in Menachos and having done the Medrash Rabbah and the Torah's Kohenim, what are we talking about? Why are you splitting between the Odom and the Nefesh, between sins of behavioral and sins that come 
of the nefesh. What does the nefesh mean? And now you need to fasten your seatbelts. The nire misugiya de kroshe bola hasi kaporo viritsui al hashkosas ha nefesh bermidos. Here comes this ethical strain that goes through the Nitziv's Hamidova, his concern, if not his problematic between a person who can be a big London and kolatorakulo and fulfill all the mitzvahs, midiraisim, midirabonon, mahadrin min mahadrin, and at the same time have a problem with his midos. Is there a problem between the ritual and the ethical that is bothering the mind of the Nitziv, who is acutely aware of Haskola in, that's going on in Berlin and in Varsha, where he's collecting money. And he is acutely aware because he reads uh, the etonim of the time as to the criticism by Haskalah, as to the hidebound orthodoxy and their Pharisaic rituals that ignore the ethical. Umisham hocha omal David le Shaul. And now he brings this tragic chase of Shaul after David. And David says to him, Im Hashem hisitchobi, if you feel that God incited me to you, Yorach Mincha, please, Hasisi B, why don't you accept my Mincha? He's using the word Mincha that David Amelech is offering Shaul to identify what the Mincha is coming to do based on the semantics. Because he says, <laughs> Take my Mincha and calm down a bit. Accept my Mincha. Take away your resentment for me. Accept my offering, my mincha, and maybe that will cure you of your resentment and your rage. Itzavon, depression, resentment, vikas, and your rage. Yerach mincha, and the Nitziv adds, lahasir machalazu mincha. You are suffering from something you have no control over. You are chasing me. I am an obsession. It is something that is a spiritual contamination. Take my mincha. It'll calm you down. And then he stretches it even further. Not just a mincha in the positive sense. Let me tell you what this moral turpitude can do. And he brings this very dark Gemara from the Gemara in Sanhedrin. And if I can quote to you from Omar Rabbi Eloza in the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Omar Rabbi Eloza, Sanhedrin 22, concerning anyone who divorces his first wife, even the altar sheds tears about him, as it is stated. And now he brings this posuk from Malachi. Who is Malachi? Malachi is the last Novi in Tanakh. After that, Rabbi Shalom goes silence after Malachi. 
He stands at the end of the prophetic books of the Tanakh, and he urges his contemporaries, having come back to Yerushalayim, to engage in a religious revival. Remember God and the Torah, he tells them. Make the temple once again a center of your affection and purify your family life. What is the family life that he is so upset about? Malachi says, yet you say, why? Because the Lord has been witness between you and the wife of your youth, against whom you have dealt treacherously. So the women who are the first wives, because when they come back from Bovel, the women are black, Rashi says, because of their suffering. And they come back to Israel and see, they see these gorgeous Arabian women, beautiful. And they ditch their wife and they bring these nochrios into the house. And the wife comes complaining to the temple, crying on the Mizbeach. And so the Gemara says, anyone who divorces his first wife, even the altar sheds tears about him. And the, the Mephoshim say that the altar is covered with the tears of those wives. And so therefore, there can be no ritzui because there's no contact between the carbon and the Mizbeach. Other people say that the altar itself sheds the tears. Of course, I am moved more to that interpretation, that the Shechina, the Mizbeach, is crying on behalf of these women who've been abused. And, and these young whippersnappers are brought into the houses because they're more beautiful. So what does the Nitziv say? He's quoting that verse from Malachi. Do not turn towards that mincha that these men are bringing. Because I'm crying. Don't accept it. Because look what they have done, Malachi says. Now here he is adding. Because of this moral turpitude. Because of these noshim that were prettier than their own wives. They were abusive to their wives. So they're going, look, I don't have, I have no problems. I'm just going to go to the, I'm just going to take a tour. just going to stop at the Mizbeach, do a little kapora, and then everything will be right. Those tears cover the Mizbeach. In order to prevent the Mincha arousing the Ritzui, that was its function. And then he adds another one by Korach, the Mincha. Don't listen to the Mincha of Korach. Those three examples the Natsiv brings. And I, I think it's absolutely amazing that this he considers Hashchosas Hanefesh Bemitos. That you can be very from, you even know the laws of Karbonus. You're even going to say, I'm going to drop off and stop off in the in in, in the Azorah, and I'm going to go up to the Mizbeach and just get a bit of Kapora going. Uh, with the Mincha offering because of my moral turpitude, comes along the Nitziv and says, unlike Rashi, the Nefesh ki sakriv korban Mincha, there are those aspects of your turpitude that you can get Ritsui. And what are those? 
Those are the ones you bring on Erev Yom Kippur. Oshamnu Bogaznu. Look, I fablanchered. I did something wrong. I, I, I'm like Shaul HaMelech. I have lahasia machala zumimcha. I have a machala. I'm powerless over this addiction and this addiction. I have rage attacks. I have inappropriate attacks. I have gambling attacks. What can I do? You bring a mincha. Why? Because you have corrupted the nefesh with your midos. You've corrupted your midos. But then there are things that the Natsiv says are beyond the pale. And that is for those people who think that they can bring another girl into the house, halachically, and then they can get a ritzui with the mincha by getting bringing a carbon. And he calls that hashchosas. That's a destruction. Machmas tavas lenoshim kolokadin. That is hashchosas of the midos. So there are two types of hashchosas midos. One is something that you've done betumas libi. It's a machla. You don't have power over it. You're asking for help. You're asking for help. You're in your recovery program. That the mincha works. But if you're too clever by a half, you're mm-hmm. so clever halachically, and you're a big London, and you're going to get around it through the ritual itself, then he says, kasos dima then the tears will cover the misbeah. So I wanted to suggest to resolve the difference between the Natsiv and the Rashi. Let's come back to that word Oni. Why? Because he's an Oni. What is an Oni? The Gemara says is an is a, when is a when is a bar das, right? An Oni is Bali Das. He has no Das. He's lost his Das. Why? He's lost his broad-minded thinking because he's focused on how am I going to put bread on the table? It's an Oni Midas. And the Svarim HaKadoshim tell us that in a spiritual life, you can have Mochin the Godless and Mochin the Katnas. You can be God consciousness, aware of your spirituality. That's Mochin the Godless. Then you can be in anius. You can be in a state of spiritual poverty, in the blotter. You can't see your way out of your addiction. You can't see the way out of your poverty. And so I wanted to suggest that actually, that when Rashi is saying, I would like to suggest, who brings a mincha? The oni. The oni, the spiritually impoverished person, he brings a mincha. He doesn't have the arrogance to walk onto the Mizbeach with his big cow and his big ox and his fancy Mercedes Benz. He doesn't have the wherewithal because he realizes his Aeneas. That's his humility. His humility comes to this state of spiritual impoverishment. He understands his chisaron. And for that, that brings us full circle. The nefesh ki sakriv korban. An Adam, a wealthy guy, he's done something wrong. He brings, he brings the ox, he brings him. That's the entire Adam. But when a person is reduced to anius, to spiritual poverty, realizing that he has this machala of itzavon and caste like Shaul, 
and he's in this spiritual impoverishment, then he becomes a nefesh, that part of his soul that is corrupted, hishchis, that is sick, that he becomes the nefesh. And he brings the mincha. He brings that flower offering, the offering of the oni, of the ani midas. Have a wonderful week. We should all only know mochin the godless through the work and the steps of recovery of these 49 steps that we are doing from Pesach <laughs> to Shavuos. Have a wonderful week.